That, that sounds like good stuff right there, Mace. Welcome back. Do you get it? Do you get it? Big mouth, small words, sports talk. Hello, everybody. And uh, welcome back once again to the most must-hear podcast. I am sorry for not giving the people in the podcast universe what they need. But I'm back. I'm back by popular demand. Uh, I was yelled at at bars from random people, from people I didn't even know, from people that I do know. I was yelled at from my family, and now ya boy is back. And I'm going to go Patriots heavy on this episode, all right? I hope that's cool with everybody. I haven't done a lot of Patriots. Football's back, people, okay? Football's back. So I'm going to go over a few topics about the Patriots. I think I'm going to start with recapping this preseason debauchery that I saw in game one. Um, right. So game one. Let's see. Let's let's go with the outlook looking forward. All right. Just a couple of takeaways that I have. When we played the skins, I am uh, first of all terrified about our linebacking core getting back into coverage. It uh, looks like Van Noy is the person that they're trying to use, uh, trailing running backs, drop it into zone, drop it into coverage, and he fucking blows. <laughs> uh, it did not work very well in the game at all. Every linebacker was at least two or three steps behind in coverage on most plays, and that's me being very polite to them. Uh, We played most of our starters on defense, I want to say for the first quarter, maybe quarter and a half, maybe two quarters, actually, I think. And we were gashed in the running game. Colt McCoy looked fucking comfortable as all hell, throwing all over our defense. I've been hearing so much praise about Gilmore about how he turned the corner and he's really ha, turned the corner <laughs> he uh he didn't he sucks uh I don't want to say that he sucks that's a little strong but he he was getting gashed man he just like by nobody's not not just like <laughs> not just like like he's going up against OBJ or AJ Green like he literally was getting fucking turned around by nobodies and that that can't happen uh if we're gonna try to get back to what we want to be going forward we're gonna have to get better pressure on the defensive line number one because we didn't get a lot of pressure i don't want to hear people oh we won the game it's the preseason guys if, if you don't do good in the first quarter that's what matters and obviously i got you brady didn't play you want to know why? Bra- I don't want. I, hey, hey, I'm not getting into it yet. But let's just let's just. I'll get into Brady later. But Brady didn't play. Hoyer was in. I understand that. But Edelman played, and Edelman did not look great. And he has been dropping everything uh, in practice. Decker played. 
Didn't even know he played. I thought he didn't. Uh, all this hype about Dorsett, about people telling me, oh, God, he's going deep. All the beat writers for the Patriots. Yeah, eat a fat one, guys. That He, he looked like he sucked. He got thrown to him on the sideline, and he couldn't make a play on it. He got thrown to in the middle where it just looked like he literally gave up on the play. He didn't want to get hit. He, he's not... Oh, God, Dorsett. Shut up about Dorsett, please. Shut up about us winning the game and stop it with Dorsett. Stop it with these bums at wide receiver. Like, listen, Edelman's not a bum. Edelman's going to be fine. But I'm nervous about Decker. I don't have a lot of faith in him. I am nervous about Chris Hogan. He cannot get open. Obviously, that's because he's our number one guy right now, which is impossible for him. It's not his fault, dude. You know, he's... What, what are you going to do? Like, what are you going to do if you're Hogan? Like, he, he's not meant to be a number one guy. So I'm not going to give him crap. He's doing the best that he can. But we just don't have the horses. We really don't. A bunch of ponies back there. Um, we need better effort in the secondary. And we need to be more athletic at linebacker. I don't know how the hell we figure that out. Because you need Hightower to stop the run, so... As far as coverage goes, it looks like the same old damn defense as last year. Doesn't look like we changed anything. Um, but who knows? I mean, maybe Belichick will figure it out. Maybe he doesn't give a shit anymore. I don't know. But we will see. That was a whole bunch of negativity. I'm sorry. I'm coming back in hot and negative. Let's let's go over a couple of good things that actually happened, okay? Uh, I just talk to you about the wheel of bums at wide receiver but guess what get you want to you want to know something as far as one thing that came good out of this game is is we we cordero patterson cordero patterson where what the hell happened there uh, he made some deep catches a few on the sideline that made me really scratch my head i've watched this guy for a few years uh, I made the mistake of drafting him in fantasy. I know that he's a good wide re- he's he's a good wide receiver, but he's not let me scratch that. He's not a good wide receiver at all. He he sucks. Or so I thought. I don't I can't really make up my mind about him because he made some seriously contested catches in this game. And I'm like, who the hell is that? Oh my god, it's Cordero Patterson. He is great at special teams. Uh, you punt it to him, he can make things happen. I figured when we got him, we were probably going to use him as like, you know, a couple option plays, a little trickery, stuff like that. But I mean, this guy actually, I would say he was the best at wide receiver for our team in the whole game. So that's a bright spot. There's your first bright spot by me, you know, Cordell Patterson. Hopefully he can. Keep getting it going, and then obviously I'm going to talk about Jeremy Hill because I love me some bangles, and uh, he made a nice little case for himself yesterday. <laughs> Did he not? I mean, if you were watching the preseason game with me, you knew that I was pounding back some Jack and Cokes and telling everybody that Jeremy, give Jeremy Hill the damn ball. It's what I kept telling everybody, and they weren't listening, but as the game went on, they started listening. He racked up about 50 yards. He got in the damn end zone, okay? He made a nice case for himself yesterday. Good lateral movement. Strong blitz pickup. If you ever, if you saw the, the linebacker try to come in, he, he cleaned his clock. 
he made that that guy is eating crayons for the rest of his life because Jeremy Hill told him something. Okay, he contributed on special teams. Holy shit, never did that with Cincy, but get it going. Uh, the guy he made people miss in the open field. He came into camp leaner than last year. It's helping the guy big time. Like between Hill and Gillisley. Is there any question? You're going with Jeremy Hill right now. I mean, Gillisley is such a gutless piece of garbage. I cannot stand this guy. I don't even know why he's on the team anymore. But Jeremy Hill is outperforming his ass, and he's going to get that guy cut. So that will happen. Um, Oh, you know what? Between him and Burkhead in the backfield, Jeremy Hill and Burkhead, can we start calling the Patriots uh, the Bengals in the backfield? Can we, uh, you know what? That might be my new fantasy football name, actually. That, listen, that's okay. Bengals in the backfield, baby. I like it, you know? People might start getting scared that the Patriots are getting a little too many Bengals players, but, uh, I'm loving it. I am, I am all about that. So, that's kind of what I saw watching the preseason game one. Oh, also, don't even know what the guy's name is. The running back that scored the two touchdowns and everyone's losing their mind about him. Calm your tits. He's going to get cut. He's not going to play for the Patriots. Stop, please. Please stop talking about that guy. Like he's going to be a factor. He sucks. He's not good, and he ran over a bunch of bums. So shut up about that. Um, Yeah. Those, those are my thoughts about the first preseason game. I really hope that we can get it going and uh, look better on defense in the next game because that was against real shit competition. We did not shine. We looked like crap, and that is terrifying. Um, I'm going to keep it all on the Patriots here. I'm going to keep going with the Pats. So... Edelman is out for the first four games. And I know people want to talk about, well, Brady was out four games, Garoppolo, blah, blah, blah. Listen, guys, I am terrified about this. Edelman being out for the first four games, and we got to play Houston. That's at home, so that's good. But listen, Deshaun Watson, Hopkins, these guys are motivated. These guys, And let me tell you something. From watching... The freaking preseason game, the first preseason game with our first string starters. Colt McCoy was running through the line of scrimmage and running past us, doing little dump offs to the running backs, and we couldn't catch anybody. If you think that Gilmore is going to be able to cover Hopkins, if you think that our linebacking core is athletic enough to contain Watson, you're out of your tits. Okay, so Belichick's going to have to start telling these guys what's up. He's going to have to start giving them their freaking Wheaties or the defense is going to have to start getting on the Julian Edelman diet, which a little little something, something, if you know what I mean, because we need to get better. That's bottom line. That's the truth on defense. And we're going to get torched. We watched what Kansas City did to us the other year in the first game. Slap the shit out of us. We cannot just always every year say, hey, Tom Brady, make it happen, score 30-plus a game. It's not going to work. We don't have the damn weapons anymore. And people are just acting like it's going to be easy. They're acting like we're just going to, oh, well, the Patriots are going to make AFC Championship. You were right before. You're not now. You're going to find out. I hope I'm wrong, by the way. 
and I'm I, I'm sounding like a Patriots hater right now. I'm really not a Patriots hater. I'm just looking at the facts and looking at what I see, and I'm terrified. I want the Patriots to win. I want to make that clear. I want the Patriots to go as far as they can. I do not want them to beat the Bengals. But other than that, I want them to dominate. Okay? Does that make sense? Okay. So that's that. So Houston. We're playing Houston week one. That could easily be a loss. Hopefully we can persevere and win that one. The next game, I don't see how you win that one. Jacksonville's defense is no joke. They're playing in their home opener. They are going to want to get your ass. Um... Man, from from everything, guys. Like losing Nate Solder, and 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 I I believe they're gonna have a win over there protecting his blind side. No, who would they have over there? I'm not sure, but Brady can't be comfortable with that uh, having his blind side, not knowing if he's gonna be protected. Um, who the the problem is? Like Jacksonville's got two of the better cornerbacks in the league and who who's going to get open for you dude you have no Edelman so Hogan take him out of the game you're going to need to run the ball like a hundred million times and uh you hope you get a Corey Dillon moment out of somebody whether it's Jeremy Hill whether it's Burkhead whether it's Sonny Mitchell if he ever gets into the fucking game if he ever is not hurt um it's not it's terrifying this is all I, I don't know how people are not talking about this more i mean we could easily go zero and two and i'm not saying i'm not being the guy that's like oh the sky is falling look at the facts guys i mean the only good thing that you can look at with the jacksonville game is that blake bortles is still their quarterback so he's probably going to make some mistakes which is good for us but fournette's gonna run all over us dude <laughs> like ah it's so terrifying so I'm thinking hopefully we split that. Hopefully we go one and one there. But then you go to Detroit for Monday Night Football. Is that a gimme? It used to be. No doubt used to be. But is that a gimme now that they have Matt Patricia? Because they're trying to get at you. And once again, dude, no Edelman is a big deal. You need Gronk to be healthy for the rest of the year or you are boned. Boned if you don't have Gronk for the rest of the year. Like, luckily, you're playing Miami after that game, so that's going to be a win. But holy tits, those first three games, no Edelman, shit. That's all I have to say, shit. Terrifying. Terrifying looking at it from a Patriots fan's perspective. It's terrifying. Um... So I just I just went through all that. I would love for you guys. I think you can leave a voice message on Anchor now. So if you guys could just leave me, tell me I'm an idiot, tell me I'm a piece of garbage, or tell me I'm 100% right. I'd love that. Stroke the ego, boys. Stroke the ego, girls. Let's do it. But let me know what you think. Throw me up some comments, uh, voice comments, and I will be happy to play them for the next uh, podcast episode. Um, it's not over, by the way. I'm not done talking yet, but uh, just wanted to get that out there. Now, saying everything I've said, going over the preseason game, going over the outlook of the first four games, because I'm not going to give you the whole season. I still think the Patriots can go 12 and four. I'm not confident. I think they're going 11 and five. I think that's, I think that's happening. But. Uh, 
you know, hopefully they prove me wrong. Hopefully Brady can make it happen. But now that I've gone over all that, I just have I just have a question here. You know, Brady's, Brady apparently didn't play at all because he has a bad back, which you don't know if that's true or not because Brady never really plays the first one. But with knowing what you know now with Brady, right? And just bear with me here, people. With knowing what you know about Brady now, which is, and I'm going to hurt some people's feelings on this one because I know people love Brady, and I do like Brady too, but i just going to call it like I see it here. Brady's a little bit doughy. Brady is a lot less committed, or seems to be, as he used to be. He made a big deal about getting rid of Garoppolo last year, and I know a lot of people want to say, oh, Garoppolo sucks. He's not going to be that great. Well, you know what? He was good enough that Belichick looked at him and said he's the guy. He was good enough to go to San Francisco, a team that didn't do shit all year, that didn't have any wins and win five games in a row. He was good enough to make Richard Sherman get off his ass from that division and go to them because he thought that they were going to be somebody. Jarek McKinnon leaving, wanting to go there because they think that he's going to be somebody. I think they threw him a little too much money, but you know what? If you think that you found the guy, you throw the kitchen sink at him or you throw your wallet's kitchen sink at him. I know what I would have done. And I mean, I would have kept Garoppolo because if you think about it, in any any other position, any other person, the Patriots will always get rid of a person a year before their expiration date, so to say, because that's what makes the Patriots so good. That's what has made this longevity. Ty Law didn't didn't make the cut. Lawyer Malloy got rid of early. Uh, Vrabel, McGinnis, Seymour, go down the line. Vinatieri, guys that were great for this team. They never stay Dion Branch because the Patriots do it the right way. They totally fucked up with this Brady move. They did. I don't know. Listen, I can't definitively say that yet, but I am so close to on the road to saying that because here's the thing, everyone. Garoppolo is going to give you maybe I'm thinking in my head 10 solid years, but you don't know. He could get hurt, blah, 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 blah. Let's just say if he was healthy, he's giving you 10 years. Brady, if I was getting a fully committed Tom Brady, like, like foaming at the mouth, screaming his head off fully 100% football for the for the next three years definitely I take that over Garoppolo I do he's coming off of being the MVP got to give him the benefit of the doubt absolutely I would take Brady for the next three years if that's the guy you're getting but hasn't he already shown you guys that he's not that guy Brady's not that guy this year he's taking the vacations he's He's doughy in pictures. He's not like he didn't go to the OTAs to start. This this is a different Brady, guys. And you know what? A part of me looks at him and goes, the guy earned it. Like, he's the GOAT. He is the best of all time. But why did you fucking force the hand and make Garoppolo leave? You put yourself in this position, Brady. We wanted you to ride off into the sunset and be the man and, and all that. And you know, Brady, that if you said, I just want one more year, one more crack at it, and then Garoppolo can take the reins, we would have paid Garoppolo $20 million just to stay. And then we would have signed him. And he would have stayed knowing that he would have backed you up for one more year. 
But you had to do your stupid Tom vs. Time and say, oh, you know, first episode. Hey, you you better be willing to die because I'm willing to die. Oh, that's great. That's the Brady I want. And then the last episode, he's like, what am I, uh, what am I doing this for? You got to have answers to why you do things. Hey, Brady, do you want to know the answer to why you should be fucking doing this? Because you told Robert Kraft that you were going to play till 45. So how come now you're not committed to saying that ever anymore? You're not committed to saying that you're going to do anything next year. And now you're reworking your contract. You want more money. You want the five million incentives. Brady, you better not leave after this year. What a cuck move. If you leave, I know you're the goat. I'm aware. Don't become the sheep, man. Like, don't. You're the man. You're the fucking man. Stay that way, please. Like, don't at least stay three years, man. Because if you don't, in my eyes, it's such a cuck move. God, I really hope. Like, I don't want this to happen. That's why it would have just been so much easier to go with Garoppolo. I, I, I just, I would, I really want to know what people think about this, though. If you knew you were getting this Tom Brady, and hey, he could shut me up real fast. He could come out of the gates with no Edelman. Who, what quarterback has done as much as he's done with less? Not many. Shit, he had Rache Caldwell one year. And he taken us to the AFC Championship He's had, he's had no one at wide receiver before and made it work, but he was also fully committed then. He was 100%. He was in better shape. And you want to know what happens to people? Hey, as a fat guy that I am, I know that the reason that you have back problems in the first place is because your core is a fat gut. Okay? You need to have a strong core to have a strong back. And what... Tom Brady Doe do edition is showing you is that he does not have a, a lean core like he usually does and I'm thinking that's what threw his back out we cannot have 41 year old old man Tom Brady slinging picks it's terrifying me because in practice he doesn't look great and he hasn't practiced enough and we don't have a good enough running game or a good enough wide receiver uh good enough wide receivers to to make it so that they can help him out once again we are looking at tom brady and saying okay man fix everything all right tom like make it happen and he's 41 he's 41 is he gonna make it happen again i fucking hope so i hope so everyone I really, really hope that he does. I hope he figures it out. I hope he gets it going. But there's a part of me that that feels like he's got to be on the downside of his career. He's not going to get better anymore. Oh, man. I didn't want to end this so depressing. <laughs> but that's just kind of how it worked out. Um, leave me your thoughts. Let me know what you think. Let me know if I swore too much. Let me know if I'm an idiot for questioning the GOAT. Let me know how you think we're going to fix this defense going into the second week of preseason. Let me know if the Patriots are going to go 4-0 
if they're going to go two and two in the first four. Let me know what you guys think. I am I am down to want to know what you guys think. So thank you for listening to Big Mouth Small Words Sports Talk. I am sorry once again that I have not been getting it going lately, but that trust me, you're, you're at least going to get one a week out of me. I can promise you guys that. You're getting one a week out of me. We're going to be talking football a lot. I, I'm probably going to hit you guys with a Bengals podcast at some point. I don't want to bore you, but I'm feeling real good about the Bengals. A little who day action. They looked real freaking good. I'm going to talk a little uh, Bruins offseason at some point with my buddy Chris. He knows everything about hockey. Um, I'm going to talk some wrestling at some point. I'm going to talk about some UFC stuff too. Conor McGregor's back. That's fucking cool. He's going to fight Khabib. I'm definitely going to go in depth about that because I am so excited. A lot of people are telling me that Khabib is going to smash Conor in the first round. I think they're high. Um, Khabib can't fuck with Connor on the feet. He can absolutely take him down and pound him out, but not in the first. Um, I, I don't want to. I want to go too much into it because I'm going to talk about that in great detail. Um, yeah, MMA is going pretty well right now. Um, see, I was wrapping this up, and now I'm thinking of things. The uh, f- uh, fuck TJ Dillashaw. He's a dick. I hate that guy, but he is on another level. Um. Saying that he's the best bantamweight of all time, he was claiming that. That's kind of a shit move. I'm gonna. I started a hashtag of Kakasha. I'm hoping that that starts reigning supreme on him because he's a he's a grade A cuck. Um, feel bad for Cody Garbrandt. You have no chin. You need to stop doing these wild exchanges. You're not good enough to beat elite talent with that chin. So stop it. Just start having a damn counterattack, please. You're fast. You're really good. But you can't be going into brawls when you got no chin. God, idiot. Uh, Demetrius Johnson got robbed. I think he did lose to Benavidez. I think he did lose the fight, kind of. But not really. If you've held the title for like six years, if GSP didn't lose to Johnny Hendricks, then, then freaking Mighty Mouse didn't lose to that bum, all right? So suck on that. Um, I don't even know why I'm that fired up about Mighty Mouse. I don't. I don't even care. What else? What else are we talking about? Is that it? We done? I think we're done. All right. Well, Big Mouth Small Words Podcast Sports Talk Sports Talk Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I will get back to you within a week. You get it going, everyone.